0: Rock. Tonight you go one on one with Chris Benoit. But first, let me take you back a couple weeks ago, the last time you met a rabid Wolverine. It was right here on SmackDown. It was Edge teaming up with The Rock against Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Brock Lesnar coming down to the ring to distract The Rock, and Chris Benoit would take advantage. Yeah, Brock Lesnar breaking The Rock's concentration and Benoit, every the opportunity applies that crossface. Yeah, he applied the crossface, but as Lesnar locked eyes with The Rock, he meets in ten days at SummerSlam with almost a screw you to Lesnar. The Rock refused to tap out until he had no choice. The Rock had no choice, exactly right Cole, and right there you see it. And Lesnar's digging it. Rock, not only did Benoit have you in the crawl space, but he said he's going to make you squeal. Whoa, 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 whoa. Squeal. Chris Benoit say he's going to make The Rock squeal? Well, The Rock doesn't know what squeal means. Rock doesn't know what in the hell squeal is. What is squeal? You explain to the Rock what squeal is? Do you know what squeal is? You look like you know what squeal is. I'll tell you what, they want you to go ahead and bend over. Bend over, bend over, bend over backwards. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Sweet cream on an ice cream sandwich. Get up. Bend over, Talking about bend, bend over backwards and explain to the Rock and the audience what in the hell Chris Benoit meant. Freak. Cut up. Cut up. <laughs> yeah, huh. Get out. So, Chris Benoit, Chris Benoit, yeah, you damn sure did make the rock tap. You made the rock tap once, but you make no mistake about it. Let the rock tell you crystal clear there ain't no way. And the rock means no way that the rock is gonna tap twice. So, Chris Benoit, the rock tonight, SmackDown, this coming Monday night, one more time, The Rock, Triple H, and then on to SummerSlam with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. You wanna send a message to The Rock. You've been sending messages to The Rock. Two weeks ago, you come out during the Rock's match, sending a message to The Rock. You take out Hulk Hogan, an icon, a legend, sending a message to The Rock. Sit front row, Monday night, sending a message to The Rock. Well, The Rock's got a message for you. One last time, The Rock is gonna tell you this message. One message, specially delivered to you, Brock Lesnar. It goes like this. It's a message from The Rock that transcends the world. The entire world speaking The Rock language. The Rock will tell you in all languages right here in german das Zangastin. <laughs> and if you don't understand that brock Lesnar and that big fat walrus who's cheering you on here it is in chinese <laughs> and if you didn't understand that you damn sure will understand this good old-fashioned american way usa just bring it This is There's Doc Gallows and the Machine Gun oh Carl God. Anderson, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil Jay and that pain in the ass choppy, and that's just Just Two Sweet Ski. ski. Woo-hoo! Your and
1: right what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media.
1: Episode 463, I think this is.
2: Oh my word!
1: Turnbuckle lunchbacks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> I I did a video this morning. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're gonna have you gonna have lunch with us again today. Yeah. So, how's everybody doing? It is Friday. It is what July twenty something twenty nine. July twenty nine. Yeah, we're almost uh, to my birthday, which we're gonna take. We're taking off next next week. Yeah. We're taking off next weekend because uh, a it's my birthday. And, B, we have to prep for the next Friday, which is the the anniversary show, which is the 12th. Yes. So we got a lot of things going on, if you will, in the background. Um, All right. So, yeah, of course, then there's like 9,000 things Jay has going on. So we're going to accommodate him (laughs) because he actually makes the effort to come here.
2: Poor poor Phil was like completely subjected to it, like just like right in the middle of it. Uh, just everything going on. You want to extend your headphones? Because I, no, no, I think no. I
1: plugged you in the wrong way. I'm good. All right, because you can. I have to. It's the option. Yeah. I got yeah, it. I know, but I think I. I don't know if I gave you enough slack. No, no, I got. More All right, enough. cool, cool. All right, so yeah, th- this is how it is. It, 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 listen, this is what it goes when you were growing up, and I know yeah. it, I, I hate it, but you know what? At the end of the day, we're still giving you guys content. Yeah. And we appreciate the feedback, too. We're getting a lot of good feedback lately. So, you know, thank you guys for holding us down. We appreciate you. The lunch hour. The lunch... Turnbuckle lunchbacks. (laughs) You know, we are in the... Almost in the dog days of summer. Yeah. So... You know, it is what it is. We're gonna wing it. We got a lot of news to get into.
2: Oh my god. How about how about last Friday? <laughs> oh. You know what sucks?
1: So all right, so now we've been accommodating Jay because he's got a lot of shit going on between buying his house, he's getting married, he's yeah. fucking Mr. Mom now. Yeah. He's clean shaven. Yeah,
3: basically. He wears Mr.
1: Big Shirt still. But it's like <laughs> you know, so now I, I, I now me I can do that because nothing really is going on. My doctor's appointment's like in a couple of months so I can you know, normally I, I you I choose my Friday for errands. Mm-hmm. And for, for docs appointments, but he fucking do it. And no. makes it makes yeah, it makes it makes easier. sense.
2: Well, makes, like I said, I, and that was the other side of it too, is that it, and, and you know, I, I I said this to Phil a while. It's like I hate to be a burden, you know. And but it I frees was, up the day. But yeah. it does free up the day. It does.
1: It does. Like as I'm, I'm, we speak. Yeah. And you know, it's like uh, you know what? Maybe 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 I'll do something tonight. You know me, and I know you'll do something tonight because you have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So like now we're done with the podcast last week. I upload it. It's fucking. <laughs> it's fucking. Do and then Steph says to me, well, How was the podcast today? She always asks how the podcast. I'm like, you know what? It was a good show. I mean, but I just you know, whatever. Now and, and I'll pick. I'll pick apart the audio on on Monday. I off this Monday. I had a fucking flood in my apartment. I yeah. was telling Jay. So I mean, you guys do know about the flood. So I'm, i fucking called me on Wednesday. Hey, you got your flippers? You got your you got your fucking goggles? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna take a picture of me with a floaty in there. I told him, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Matt was doing his wellness check, and he put my face on Vince McMahon today for, for this week's throwback. Ah, so. there you go. Very cool. Um, so, now, I'm at dinner last week. Two, two and a half hours after we're done with the podcast. Yep. Jay blows my phone up with, like, seven different um, t- t- Twitter references, and I'm like, what the fuck? Even Choppy, who doesn't even respond to our texts, gets involved now, right? So, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yep. The internet melted. yes. It exploded when Vince was was being naughty with his money, but now it's even worse because he f- he he's done. Yeah, he's done. Done. How
2: about that? He's done. Now, done. It, 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of things to really kind of get into it with about, it, but it, the the timing was not lost on me. After the after the stock market closes at four
1: oh five, it 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 came out.
2: Genius timing. Um. Without a doubt, you know this was something in the works uh, for for a little bit, um, you know, and it furthers it furthers our thoughts of like when he first when this first happened, he came out on SmackDown that that whole you can't fuck with me attitude. It furthers that point of that that's why he did it. He didn't do it for any other reason other than good luck, motherfuckers. And all of a sudden they these guys turned over the right rock and they found. You know, so that being said, you know, and, and it's uh, I, I, it's funny to, to say it like this, but like I, I'm really I, I didn't see like a lot of negative stuff. Me personally, I just know there's a lot of negative stuff out there like Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead and, you know, all this stuff, creative and blah, blah, blah. You know, at the end of the day, it it's a real It'd be a done that this was happening. And Vince was like, Hey guys, listen, maybe I'm a little too old at the party or whatever the case is and you know, if he was walking away that way, I, I feel like it would be better. I, I and I'm and I'm pissed off at that for, for that reason. Um whether it's inappropriate funds and you, you know, he's a CEO of a company and all this stuff, okay. It, you know, at the end of the day, did he do something bad uh you, you know, I don't think it's bad as, as much as maybe it's immoral. Maybe would, would be the better way to put it. But, you know, to see Vince kind of go out this way, I think, I, personally, I think it sucks. That's just my opinion. You, you know, yeah, we, th- we, we bash creative all the time. And, listen, Vince is too old to do it. But you cannot take away what, what he's done, uh, you know, for, for professional wrestling in and of itself. So that's that's what I worry about this. So and then and then I'll put my conspiracy hat on after you say your piece. But
1: I mean, we I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. My my only concern, which is what everybody's concern is, is now what? So now we know Stephanie's in charge. She'll
2: share those duties with Nick Khan. John Laurinaitis is out way out, which is, by the way, Nick Khan. I never watched this show, Succession. I hear it's a really good show. Uh, Nikon Khan has to be, I don't know anything much about business, but he has to be one of the fastest rising CEOs of any company in history. You're talking two years, two and a half years? This dude is the CEO of a company? Either he has an ungodly amount of dirt <laughs> on Vince and the McMahon family, or he's just that fucking good. It's one or the other.
1: That and now Triple H once again is now in charge of creative,
2: which which I I was very surprised about, in in the sense of, I I you know how much is he, was he going to take? What kind of a role he was going to take? We knew he was going to be the EVP of talent, um, you know, but to take on head of creative too. And you could see this week, he's, he's there at the SummerSlam tryouts. I, you know, um, this, may be, this may be really good. I, obviously, we are—everybody's optimistic about it.
1: Yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody's optimistic because, about yeah, it. Yeah, because, uh, you know, obviously, the, the, um, the public, the fans, and the good fans, so, you know, to be honest with you, feel like Vince is the reason why the product— Itself is on a decline, not the company. Yes, the, the product is on a decline because yes. of the way they handle their, their, their talent and the way they handle their programming and the way they handle that you know, everything that that's creative and, 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 yes. and it's
2: They're higher ups from us. Other- I didn't
1: I did know, I had no idea. Again, we're not, we're, we're blue collar scholars here. We're not, you know, we're not, uh, we, we have, we know nothing about corporate America, yeah, unless what we hear on podcasts and, and you know. If you're, a, if you're a fan of NPR or, or any other political and, podcast or financial podcast. And
2: Cornette had, you know, a great, uh, you know, a, a really kind of a great thought in the sense of, like he said, somebody, and once again, it can't be, we all thought it was Nick Conner was the one that was dropping the dime. I, I don't know. I, and because now I'm going back on it, what Cornette says is is perfect sense. And what Freddie Prince Jr. said, Freddie I don't know what Freddie said. Freddie said Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr. has a podcast, which everybody apparently has a podcast, including well, us. Yeah, of course. Uh, but but well, we did it before everybody else. He did. Uh, he he had a great uh, analogy. He goes, you know, somebody's dropping the dime, and he goes, and it isn't Nick Khan. And he goes, and I'll tell you why it's not Nick Khan. He goes because he wants his, jo- his job. Because no, not even that. Because oh. because Stephanie McMahon. Is a killer, she says. He says, "I'm not talking, you know, character. I'm not (laughs) talking. I'm talking a fucking killer. She will. She will literally bite his head off." She goes, "Everybody think Triple H is 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 this political monster backstage?" He goes, "Nothing on Stephanie. Stephanie as the businesswoman. With there's no way." Ever she would stand for that if she knew it. If it was, if this were true, and she knew. Yeah, but Jay, if your dad was Vince McMahon and you're in the and you're and you've been involved in the business since you're fucking ten years old, think of think of what Vince has done in the past. with the idea of, of the ballsiness, the ballsiness of going to other TV stations with a suitcase full oh, of money, yeah, of course, take them. And I, like I, I already said said on Facebook. Yeah, immoral. Of, you know that's that's a whole different argument. We're about
1: business. We're not talking about his morals. Yes, he, he retired because of his moral ethics. But yeah, but the um, you know, it. Listen, every good business. I'll give you good examples. How about the Raiders? Al Davis was a visionary uh, with the with the AFL and then the NFL, and then he started the whole ownership thing. And he, he was the guy who moved the team to fucking Oakland because the LA wouldn't give him a coliseum. Yep. Then he goes back to LA, yep. and it's like, and then all of a sudden, like, he's this visionary. He saw the merger, the a- AFL, and AFL and the NFL, and his son is now running the business. Yeah. Not very good, but he is, but he's been in the business as a kid. Um, the Steinbrenners. If you're a Yankee fan, George Steinbrenner literally bought the team for $10 million back in 1970. I don't know what the fuck it was. Whatever it was, yeah. Right? He bought it for $10 million off of uh, CBS. Right? Tribune, whatever the fuck they were called. Okay? Okay. They're now worth over $4 billion. That's a, that's a good deal. And they're the most, they're, they're the most financially stable, uh, most most popular sports team in the world. Not just in New York, in the Bronx, in the Queens, in the five boroughs. Not just in, in New York State, but in the fucking world. Yep. Better than Manchester United. Better than the Miami Dolphins. Better than the Dallas Cowboys, who's quote-unquote America's team, which is bullshit, but that's yeah. another story. Now, the, the business model... That Vince McMahon has made the last 40 years, I told you last week, has been replicated by almost every other fucking yes. wrestling promoter. I All tried to be. Every other every other promoter uh, tried to get their own TV. Tried to get their own fucking uh, territory. Tried to get their own streaming services. Yeah. Impact and Ring of Honor. I see where you're going with that, you know. But this business model that he had, he's a fucking
2: visionary. Yeah. Straight up, and, that, and that's why that's why I'm upset that he's going out this way. That's that's the only reason. No, it, it, it goes is, back it's, to the
1: paternal Sandusky e- thing, e- right? E- 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 hmm. e- you know, in twenty years, different. In, different. in twenty years, if the business, uh, let me. I'm going to ask you this, and I, and I waited a week to ask you this. I was going to ask you this on the text message, mm-hmm. but not, so I'm going to wait. Let's say hypothetically, the business, their business, stays the way it is, talent wise, like stagnant. You know, creative-wise, stagnant for the next 10 years, 15 years, let's say. They're still making money, but they're stagnant, let's say, right? Hypothetical. Now, the books are going to come out, and the documentaries are going to come out, and all the bullshit is going to come out. My question to you is, are they going to remember Vince McMahon for, for starting this boom, or are they going to remember him for paying off all these women with, with company funds to for the, to up his libido as we see Stephanie come down the aisle. Look at this deliciousness. Yeah, she looked good about that. Stephanie there. 2002. She looks good now, but... She can still get it. Yeah. Um, but, like, are they going to remember Vince for that or are they going to remember Vince for the legacy? It's like Joe Paterno. No one's talking about the legacy and the statue they had to take down at Penn State. They just remember him covering for Sandusky after he, after they, after he found out what Sandusky was doing and didn't do anything about it. Uh, you know, it's it's football and wrestling, but it's the same concept, though. You know, the are they gonna remember you for the like some of our f- most famous people in 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 this country, you know, did some shady shit, but they're never recognized for all their stuff that they did do. You know.
2: Well, I mean, and and that's that's the idea of it is is that's what I don't like about it. And like like let's, you know, but who are we talking about? We're Rick right Rod from Hell. Stuff and all this. Stuff oh, the happened. dark side of the moon. Yeah, oh, dark, dark, dark
1: side of the ring. I'm, I'm listening and, to too much Pink Floyd lately.
2: And you know that that all happened. And then Ric Flair was dra- being dragged through the mud again. What are we doing now? We're celebrating Ric Flair. Well, in in a sense of we saying it's we're not talking. Time. I want I want to believe that I do. I so now this is where I was talking about with the conspiracy side of it. I don't, I don't doubt that that Vince is stepping down. I don't doubt Stephanie, Nick Connor, the co CEOs. I do not doubt that Triple H is the head of creative. I don't I do not doubt that Vince in all Vince is once you like you said, is the visionary. There's no doubt in my mind. Somebody has sat down with him in these past few weeks and gone, Vince, the only way out of this is out. You wanna be wiped clean, they can bring him back in. And I think that is what's going to happen. I think, I don't think it's going to be right away. I think it'll be in small spurts. You know, something's happening on TV. He's going to call Steph. He's still going to have his hands in it.
1: But he's not going to be sitting in Gorilla.
2: He's not going to be sitting in Gorilla. He's not going to have the final say. Okay. Yet.
1: Which is which is my, that was the the, the public's concern too, like, is he still gonna have his... This isn't a work. I, I think no. This it, is... I don't think it can't. Listen, you made the front page of the Wall Street Journal, the most successful financial publication still in print. That's not on the internet. Facts. Okay, Variety, TMZ, Fox Sports, Sports Illustrated, ESPN. You've made every you've made every cover of every fucking entity that's out there that makes money move. Yep, in entertainment and and you know it's not a work, okay? It's not a work. Um, Shane's not coming back though. No, and there's something up there. Well, I think that uh, me, well, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna steal your tin hat for 30 seconds. I think the whole thing with the rumble soured the family. I think they really, I think they had legit heat because of what he did to the rumble. So I'm thinking like maybe he had a, a falling out with Stephanie or Triple H. Or, I
2: think, I think it goes once again. I think it goes further than that. I'm I'm hanging my hat on that. That's when they started investigating stuff. Yeah, you know, you said you said that, yeah. And where, that's where Shane found out this was all happening with his dad. And I'm not sitting there denying maybe that Shane and and Steph. Listen, I don't think I don't think Vince and Linda are living in the same house. It's probably no secret between them. I'm assuming, okay, but. It's the idea of that's happening. It's see, it it is it's peculiar because like I'm I'm starting to think about it where it's like is Shane upset that his dad's doing this on the marriage? But d- does he not know that the that that they're not together anymore? Are they together? We don't even know. We're assuming they're not together. He's they're not legally divorced. They're still married, you know. Are they living in different houses? I'm assuming that's it. Does Shane not know? Is it so insulated that they have no idea about this stuff? You know? So I think the stuff at the Rumble was Shane's way out of going, well, fuck this. I don't want to be near the old man. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. I don't know. That's. But like I said, did it create a wedge in it? There? There's no denying that there's always been some sort of a wedge Small between Triple H and Shane, in the sense of that once again, like I said, maybe Shane's walked around thinking it's gonna be his. He's the he's the heir apparent. He's the older sibling. It's supposed to be his, but you can't deny what Steph has done. And lover or hater, you can't deny what she she's been in this business for over 20 years at this point, and and if not longer, you know. Uh, but I'm just saying a hands-on approach. It's been the early 2000s. She you know, is, is, is made for this. Shane has other interests, you know, uh, and he's done stuff outside and been successful outside and, and everything else. I don't think he doesn't have the certain aptitude, not saying he couldn't be taught or what have you, but the idea of what they got going on now where Triple H is the head of creative He's not the CEO. He's not the end all be all for the business. He can keep he doesn't care about the business side. He doesn't care about what T shirts they got next or what toys they got right, next. Right, right, right. He doesn't give a shit. And he doesn't need to. You need that separation, which is gonna be healthier for for the company, creative wise, I should say. Right. So I Shane, I Shane's I think is is out with the wind. I think, you know, I don't think there's anything to worry about right now. Hopefully he comes back at some point. Uh I'm a big Shane fan. Um but the, you know, the, the the thing is what where where do we what happens, you know, and like I said, is there a new there's a new breath of fresh air it seems like and you know, this stuff is it, it this is more interesting than what's happening on camera. <laughs> I'll be I you know, I'm I'm loving it. Well that's a good segue.
1: Yeah. Um you know, there's I mean they're in Nashville this weekend for uh for Summerslam, and you know, there's been there's tryouts. There's there's local wrestlers there doing tryout. There. I guess they're holding a tryout there.
2: Yeah, there was a uh, great video with Paul Heyman. Where Paul Heyman, yeah, that's what I was getting great into great fucking. It was video. A great.
1: It was great, really if good.
2: Any listen, say what you want about Triple H. There's no denying how good NXT was from 2015 to 2021. It was, without a doubt, Takeover, every time it was out, was the number one show. Triple H, can Book, we all know this. But you got Paul Heyman to the right of you, to the left of you, whatever the case is, that's, that's just extra artillery. And, 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 and I love seeing Paul there. Because maybe Triple H is saying, "Okay, I got all these natural resources. You got the Shawn Michaels. You got the Michael Hayes. You got Paul yeah, Hayes. You got
1: Bruce Pritchard.
2: I, I like I like Pritchard. I think he's a little bit of a yes man. Um, a
1: smart dude, though. Yeah, man. Jim,
2: Corn- dude. Jim Cornette Jim Cornet has a great take of what's of what's happened. Yes. Um, also Bischoff." Is another one. He talked about it.
1: I didn't hear what Bishop said.
2: He had he had about a two hour podcast about it. And he does the eighty
1: three weeks, yeah, whatever it is. And
2: he he had he had a great. Him and Conrad were going back and forth with it. All right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, but Bischoff has a, an, another one who has a like like Freddie Prince has a a, a hands on approach, knowing the in, inner, knowing the inside. Yeah. And of And he had. And I just wanted. And we'll end it with this is because I never thought of it this way. Think of the stuff that Vince has been What we've been reading about for the last two years Rewriting shows Day of Hours before taking, You got so much You got so many people writing They spend all this time typing it up Handing it out to people And then Vince gets it He rips it up and changes it Yo, know, That's that's deflating If you are any kind of work Imagine busting your ass And then all of a sudden you build this beautiful house And then it just comes in and out And goes I don't like it Make Make me a new one and after a while that's the reason why this 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 it's not it's not um it's it's not strong enough to, to to last that way excuse me with maybe with triple h maybe you change it that's how you change it hey guys let's let's have a let's have a more simplistic approach to this you know what I mean let's let's get in a room let's let's draw out storyboards all this stuff instead of night of booking you know, I, I, I think that's going to be the change. So, like you were saying, so they've... Yeah.
1: No, no, so, I mean, no, perfect sense. And then, you know, there's, the, they're at the, like I said, they're in Nashville. Apparently, Triple H already has an influence on what's going on for the weekend. I don't know if any plans have been changed for the card.
2: Well, they already, they already canceled one match. Which is? Matt Riddle against Seth Rollins. I right, think. right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, let's get into the card. Yeah. Right away. All right. So, SummerSlam tomorrow, it's on a Saturday, which is stupid again, but whatever. Uh, it's from Nashville, Tennessee. It's in the stadium where the uh, where the Titans play. Yeah, NFL Titans. All right, your first match: the Mysterio's versus Judgment Day. No DQ. Uh, I'll pick the Mysterios, and I think Edge is gonna return.
2: Ah, uh, I was wondering. What, I was wondering what the plans for Edge was gonna be. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. I mean, Edge coming out. Hopefully, we we start there, and then we just transition. Let them let them get a, you know, Judgment Day get their comeuppance and move on from there.
1: Logan Paul taking on The Miz?
2: You know, I I, I really... I, Logan Paul's going to win. The Miz, the Miz can lose every match and still still have his heat. Right. Um, Fair. But I, I'm kind of interested in it, kind of not. But At least he's
1: taking it seriously. So yes. That's oh, without what, a doubt. I like when a I'd like to know it. what
2: kind of deal he has, though. Is he a part-timer? Is I he, don't know. I'm assuming he's going to be a part-timer.
1: He did a whole video on his signing and everything, so... Yeah uh US title Bobby Lashley defends against Theory who's also the Money in the Bank winner Yeah um this one's got
2: me this one's got me thrown because how does how do how does Theory lose Like I said I'm a, I, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of Theory too Yeah I, I I I like Theory you know I also you know write to the situation of you know you can lose and still have your heat but if you're if you're the money in the bank holder. It's a little bit more difficult.
1: I think he's not only going to lose, theory, but I think he may even lose his money in the bank
2: cash in. Really? Yeah. Oh, you think he's going to cash in later on? He well, he already said he's going to cash in. He said, "Oh, he said he's going to cash in yeah. on SummerSlam. There you go. Um,
1: you you uh, undisputed tag team championship to Usos versus the Street Profits. Special guest referee, Nashville, Tennessee native, yeah. J E double F J E double R ha ha E double T. Why does Jeff Jarrett gotta be here?
2: I, I, I mean, there's really
1: no reason for this to be happening. Oh, well, because it's in Nashville and he's a Tennessee guy. So um, yeah. I I I see him getting involved, maybe giving the profits the win, like him him like you know not 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 necessarily defending the profits, but defending the profits from cheating. Yeah. You know. So.
2: Um. Like I said, I like. I hope they don't break up the street profits. I. I've,
1: yeah, Angelo Dawkins would be fucked if they break them yeah, up. Yeah,
2: I, I mean. I love them together. Montez Ford's a star. I I like Angela Dawkins. Uh, I just don't want to. I definitely do not want them to break up. But I, I don't want to see the Usos lose yet. I do not. I do not want to see the Usos lose. Me either. Uh, but I think they
1: are. Um, happy Corbin versus Pat McAfee. How does Pat McAfee not win this match?
2: Yeah, he has to. You know, and, uh, you know, I'm just afraid of too much exposure of Pat McAfee wrestling now. You know yeah, if he, he signs his big deal He's had he's had three three matches. You know the match with Cole, the War Games match, and the match with. Theory. I forgot about the War Games match. Um, all three he shined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just a matter of time until it doesn't until happen catches anymore. up to him. So okay. I hope that doesn't happen. This this especially you know, this to Corbin. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Of all people.
1: Bianca Belair defends the Raw Women's Title against Becky Lynch. You got to uh, go, with Bianca Belair. Yeah, me too.
2: You know, Becky Lynch is literally the biggest star. Uh, women wise uh, You know uh, t- uh, Maybe even compared to some men uh, Yeah But Yeah Bianca Belair's gotta win
1: Now In on the Smackdown
2: side uh, This is a hard one Does right. Liv
1: Morgan Retain Is this her first defense Or second This I think? is
2: like her second defense But what do you What do you do You had You made this big moment Ah I, I, you I keep know? her I keep her in her place I, 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 I think you keep her there I think you give her A nice A nice clean win uh but I, I you know i don't want to see i don't want to see you know Liv morgan kind of you know get the big moment and that get taken away right like i said a wrestling match is old school wrestling you know ways is anybody can win at any time that's why you wrestle you know and you know like i said you know sized up wise you know becky lynch can destroy live live Morgan in a any kind of fight, but a wrestling match. You know, she could slip on a banana peel and, and have her shoulders down on the ground for three three seconds. It's true. So I it's think true. it happens that way. Um and
1: of course for the universal championship, uh Roman Reigns defends against Brock,
2: Lesnar in a last man standing match. Uh yeah, but the stuff surrounding Brock, you know, I I wonder if it's changed um since Triple H has been there? Uh, well, it's been well, a week. Well, like I said, in the sense of that, you know, the story going around, which who knows if it's a work or not, you know, was Vince's vince is gone, then I'm gone, and then Brock allegedly walked out.
1: No, he went for a walk to the fuck to to to, to, to the market you know, <laughs> in Boston last week. That's what he did. Yeah, he went for a walk, and he he walked in Harvard Yard. That's what he did. Um, okay, I see Roman Reigns winning as well. Yeah, I and I th- again, I think I see Theory cashing in. And uh, losing, so yeah, that's what I think. Um, w- stick with WWE real quick. I didn't see NXT, so I don't have any any notes on them. So I didn't watch NXT. Um, however, two days ago they announced that WrestleMania 40 In is coming is coming to Philly. So we the boys are already planning the fucking road trip. So I like it. We're gonna be. I think all of us will be there. We have enough time now to prepare and uh, yeah, and um, get ourselves ready. Jay and I are the closest to everybody else, so we have no fucking excuse to not to go. Yeah. Um, even just for the week, for the weekend, even if we're not going to the actual event itself, but it's a nice field. Um, Philly is a good town, except for their sports fans—they're miserable. Yeah. Um. So I see. I see myself down there for everything. Actually, I'm yeah. actually gonna make my make my. I'm gonna make time and make the money to be down there for uh for the con and the, in the convention center, and I'll be there for. Yeah, I definitely. I, I, I did want to go to the Hall of Fame finally.
2: Ooh, we got to see who's going to be in, in, inducted.
1: I just, I like the arena too. I've been there for a Flyers game. I've been there for NXT. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I listen. We should make predictions. It's going to be some ECW original. I'm telling you. Uh, Rob Rob Feinstein's already promoting his uh, Icons of Wrestling Yeah. thing. So there's going to be so much shit going on down there that weekend. I'm excited. NXT, you're going to have uh, NWA might be there. I'm sure MLW will be there. New Japan, yeah. will, probably, New Japan will probably be there. You know what I'm saying? ROH will probably be there. Unless uh, Tony Connors allows AEW people over there. Which, which might be. You, we'll see what happens. But Either way, even even without Ring of Honor, you still have a ton of shit going on down there. So I'm excited for Philly. Philly's a good town. They always treat us good. Um, and we've, I've been going there since the 90s for wrestling and baseball. So either way, it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. Um, and I think that's it for
2: WWE. Yeah, anything else in WWE? I don't know. No, that's it. We're gonna go. in. we're gonna talk about Ric Flair's last match. Or oh, which one? Did you watch Dynamite? Oh, I did watch Dynamite. Yeah. yeah what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Listen, uh, I, me personally, Brian Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson being back. I I keep wanting to call him Daniel Bryan. Uh, I love the fact that he came back. Uh, looks great as ever. Uh, that Ricky Starks promo. Oh, yeah. Was He's, he, Fucking fire. You
1: got to watch Taz's video after the word. He just talks about the FTW title and, and yes. Hook is there. That's pretty cool,
2: too. Yeah, I, that that I did like. I did like but that. But Ricky started to empower on him. Yeah. But um, oh, what was the thing you sent me yesterday? It just it just popped into my head with fucking. I meant to text you back with that. The Eddie Kingston thing. Was it the Eddie, Eddie Kingston genius?
1: Oh, the Real Men of oh. a real, a real Eddie King's and the Genius. Yeah, that's so
2: fucking good. And that's
1: an inside joke because Jay and I, on the way home from when Jay first joined the podcast, we would drive home and we would listen to Eddie Trunk. And then one of the commercials was the Real Men of Genius. Real and, Men of Genius. And they would, and we would just, we would make our own up on the way home. Oh, I love that. So the Roosh John Moxley match was good. Yes. El Toro Blanco getting a title shot, which is not bad. The uh, Moxie wins with the Bulldog Choke. Yeah. Um, that wasn't bad. Um. Let's see. Uh, who else fought that night? Let me see here. I talked about Ricky Starks beating Danhausen. Yeah, uh, I, I,
2: I'm not surprised. Listen, Dan. How? Uh, by the way, I really think I really want to dress up either Dylan or Malika as Dan because I I think I yes. t- I I show Dylan all the time. Danhausen's like, yo, you remind me of him just like the way that he does stuff. He doesn't see it, but yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Dante Martin, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, and supposedly Dante Boy.
2: Martin got injured uh, during the match. Yeah. Uh, and Sammy Guevara just celebrating a birthday, I believe, I've seen on yeah. the old Twitter space. Yep. Jungle Boy cuts a promo. Another great promo, by the way. Yeah. Um, that and, you know, and what, next week? Is it next week they're going to have Christian against Matt Hardy?
1: I think so, yeah. Well, we haven't seen that 9,000 times. Yeah. Tony Neeson and Smart Mark versus Swerve. That was good. Um and Thunder Rosa fought uh Yamashita from I think from Shimmer I think mm-hmm. that was a good match and I think that's it. Get, oh, no no of course Danielson you said Danielson Garcia yeah, yeah. That, Daniel Garcia is a star I told everybody big that.
2: time dude and, and especially the the stuff he's doing down at PWG too as well.
1: He almost won the Pure Title from fucking Will Will Uda yeah so so anyway all right uh, as we all know. It's uh Ric Flair's last match. And if you pay for the two hundred dollars, you get all the gimmicks. How much is it for ju- just for the match though? I think it's like thirty bucks or forty bucks.
2: That's not terrible. But nah, still, it's still it's, not it's
1: on it. it's on Sunday. Still not paying it. Um no, I'm not paying it either. Thank you, Conrad. You eat a bag of fried dicks. Tony Schiavone, David Crockett, and Ian Riccabani are gonna be calling the action. Tony Hanniffin and Scott Damore will be representing impact. Joe Dombrowski and Dave Prazak will be yep. representing MLW yep. and Carlos Cabrera yeah. and Hugo Siminovich as the Spanish announced team. Love it. All right, Jay, here we go. The impact titles on the line. Right, Davey runs.
2: What? What? I, well, I, well, I'll say it later, but no, you can take a great match. I listen. I know you're not the, you're not the biggest fan of Conrad at all, but no, I'm not dude. This guy, he, he gets it. I like, this is a, this card is stacked.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. I I think I scrolled down too much. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Um. Fuck. Hold on a minute. This computer is the worst. Come on, jerk off. All right. Here we go. Oh, uh, there's a bunkhouse battle royal. Let me tell you who's in that. Bully Ray, James yes. Page from Progress. Come. Yes. Big Damo from Progress. Crowbar. Brian Myers. Ringo Loco. Wolfie D, Wolfie D from to, PG13, from
2: Nashville, I believe. That's right, or Cal- Memphis
1: at least. Cal Her- Hero from OBW and other ones to be. Okay. And then the Four Corners Independent Wrestling Dream Match: Jonathan Gresham versus McQueen. Uh, the Legends Match: Rick Ryan, and Brock Anderson with with, a, with, with, a, with a.
2: Hoot Gibson, Ro- Robert Gibson on the outside, and Double A on the outside. Farewell tour, but Robert must be uh, feeling hurt.
1: Yeah, I think he's hurt. Uh, the Impact, uh, MLW
2: promotional, interpromotional
1: match, the Briscoes versus Devon Eric's. Cannot fucking wait. That's going to be a good match.
2: Like I said, I I was telling Phil on the way, you know, before, (laughs) uh, you know, I'm what, four months, but I just seen the fucking FTR Briscoes match from three, four months ago. I was like, holy shit. First off, these Briscoes are fucking insane. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, the the Ring of Honor card, Death before the Honor was a good card. And if you uh, didn't see it, please watch it. I'm and, not gonna go over it now. And but. it's
2: made and it's made me it's made me interested in in this match because, like you said, these guys these guys are beasts, man.
1: Yeah, FTR just got by last week. It was a good fuck. It, yeah. really great match. Um, Clark Connors versus Ren Narita and New Japan LA Dojo match. It's gonna be good. Uh, Triple A double uh, do, sorry, Triple A four way. Bandito versus Black Taurus versus Laredo Kid versus Ray Phoenix. I can't say Phoenix no more because then Michael gets Harry hammer. It's uh, anyway
2: uh, MLW Killer Cross versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. And, and and the and the second match. I forgot that they had a match at Bloodsport. Yeah, I forgot about that. But uh oh, dude,
1: stacked. New Jersey's own Deanna Perrazzo defends the Knockouts Championship. Oh, I'm sorry. Goes against uh Rach- with with H Jordan Grace being yeah. over there. G- versus Wait for this match. So we versus Jeff Jarrett Low, Ed- yep. his father in law, the nature boy Rick Flair.
2: Yeah. Uh you know, they've like I said, I'll give the credit to Conrad. Uh they've they've done a real of uh, promoting this. I did Jared this past week. But I know uh, all this stuff. But um I'm in I'm enjoying that. Like the idea of their they're blurring the lines a little bit. Um you know, Jarrick could still go. Um, Jay Lethal, we, there's, there's no doubt about it. Andrade, I think, is, is just going to be the one that's just going to be able to get the the biggest rub out of this. Um, and, you know, looking back on, we're going to be talking about a Flair match later. Uh, looking back on, you know, Flair's going to get his spots in. You know, he's going to get, you know, the, the buckle to the corner, you know, come out, pop up, you know, backdrop. You know, come off the top with the with a rocket launcher. You know, I, I'd be interested to see if he, if he could do the flare flip, flip in the corner. You know, run into the other side. If he can do that, listen. You know, I think I think it's it's looking good. That's a good segue. Yeah, he's got to answer his phone. No, no, no. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna take a break anyway. Oh yeah, but so, uh, I'm excited and- for this. I'm excited for this match. Uh, like I said, I, I'd rather pay $40 than 200 That's for shit Oh,
1: doing. fuck yeah. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are the terminal Throwbacks. I forgot to mention that we were live. I think we mentioned we were live on a rant. We're live on a rant. And we're, and we're part of the Shining Wizards Network, and we're part of Dark Satellite Media or whatever Jimmy Ferrari's doing. Lunch, Lunchtime, lunchtime laughs here. Yeah. It's a lunch break with the throwbacks. <laughs> Taking a quick break, though. We'll be back in three minutes and 16 seconds.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on rantemradio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts And bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantEMradio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms check us out head over to shiningwizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling
3: are you tired of being told what to think and believe by hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you
0: tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news
3: Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use?
0: Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind?
3: That's where we come in. This is Justin and Vince, your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown.
0: We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin.
3: If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitterjack deplatform
0: us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s, where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades Pop in your VHS and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead Conan, tell them where to find us WLWstudios.com Home of the Midnight Jury podcast Hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. I,
1: find I am your
2: hell. I am your hell. Uh, I, once again, we're back on the early 2000s new metal.
1: This is Jim Johnson, actually. This is Jim this Johnson is Jim- original.
2: Oh no shit!
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's singing, but that's him. That's his music. I
2: don't oh, know. I, I loved it when 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 Take-A came out. Dead man walking.
1: You're going down. Blah, 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 blah Love that
2: song, by the way. Love that song.
1: <sighs> New metal.
2: By the way, did you did you catch on the on the different talking about songs? Did you catch? Uh, was it Max Caster who who made a comment about Billy Gunn being the one? Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're growing on me. The claimed. Yeah. They're growing on me. Well, I always like Bones anyway. That's, yeah. our, that's our boy. So. Anti Bones, we've been watching Anti Bones for like at least five, six years now. Alright, are you ready for a throwback? Let's do it' throwback. All right, let's do it up. And now, here is your throwback of the week. Sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. <laughs> All right, partner. We're kicking it back to August the twenty fifth, two thousand and two. We're in the LI, Strong Island, representing. Yeah. From the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. Don't question. Did you go? No. 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 Too but far. No, I just was in my career at this point. I was yeah. like knee deep in EMS. I was working like fucking seventy hours a week at that point. Um, uh, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't start going to live events again. I went to I went to WrestleMania. Twenty mm-hmm. that around that time, and I did like an indie an independent show in Brooklyn. Other than that, I didn't do anything until I till two thousand six. Oh shit! Okay. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, home of the four time I hate to say the <laughs> Stanley Cup champion New York <laughs> Islanders. I'll give it where it's due. If you're a hockey fan, it's the it's the barn. They called it the barn. Uh, numerous uh, WrestleMania two was there actually. Yeah, my favorite WrestleMania. And multiple, multiple Saturday nights main events. I was I mentioned today this morning, I was I was like I did a video for the kids on the Facebook page and I mentioned that was three rows of photos from the ring when one man gang first made his oh. uh, debut for WWF and he fought Hulk Hogan. Oh shit. And no one knew who the one man gang was in in the aisle except for me. I was like, Don't you guys read fucking magazines? <laughs> I knew who the gang was. Uh, I saw multiple, multiple WWF. Uh, matches there, so and I think I, I think I was actually at a Saturday Night's Event taping, but it wasn't for. They didn't have the banners up. So I forget where I was. I have to look it up because I'm now my memory's starting to fade. Me, if I don't write this yeah, shit, yeah, I got to start writing it down. I got to start writing this shit down. But yeah, the Coliseum is very popular. It's and it's very associated with WWE, well, even yeah. though
2: WCW yeah. Crockett is run there.
1: Yeah, the, the the Bunkhouse Stampede was actually there in '88, and I'm pissed I missed that.
2: Yeah. But it is very synonymous
1: with correct WWF. Basically, l- listen, the mecca of sports entertainment will forever be Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And I don't care what Toronto says. I don't care what Boston says. I, that was that was the mecca. That was yeah. home base for the
2: McMahon's and Titan Sports. Well, even like you said, I mean, ju- just in sports in general. I, I, you know, you, you, it does. It's hard. The Garden transcends. Listen, if you ask
1: any NBA player. You ask any NHL player who's not a Nick or a Ranger, they will tell you one of my dreams was to play Madison Square Absolutely. Garden. Michael Jordan walked in here and destroyed us every <laughs> single time he fucking played here. Kobe Bryant, same thing. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, uh, any uh, all the Islanders abused us here in their heyday when they forced Stanley Cup rings, right? So you have to understand, you know, this is the and then so the Coliseum was like, I don't want to say the stepchild of the Garden. But it was home base also when they ran shows even up against Crockett yep. when when they came to Philly because sometimes they go to Philly the to, to be across the street at the Civic Center Yep. so th- there was always that that you know thing but the, the only problem with the Coliseum was there's was two things wrong with it one it was fucking dumb old and they never <laughs> renovated it but two I mean dude if you ever drove there and you're not from Long Island you're fucked. Oh, yeah, ne- never There's been. one way never in been. and one way out. There's no fucking side roads. There's no, sh- you know, if you're coming from the highway, from the Grand Central, whatever it is, uh, you know, you're fucked. And you'll sit in traffic. Uh, for EMS guys, it's the big convention every year, February. Oh, okay. They have to the fire an EMS Expo there every year. Oh, no so, shit. Had, so when the new ambulances came out, all the new gear, we all went there every year to do it. That, uh, FD versus PD, fucking hockey. yeah. So the size would be split. I went to arena football there. I've seen multiple. Kinds. I saw the first reunion of the original Black Sabbath there. I've seen oh my god the shows I've seen there. Pantera. I've seen well they opened for Sabbath but they also headlined. Yeah. White Zombie. I saw fucking Metallica there. I've seen Slayer there. I've seen Megadeth there. Um oh my god White uh what, are, what else Biohazard Sepultura. Fucking ridiculous! No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Sepultura was supposed to play. Max broke his knee. Oh shit! So it was Pantera and um and Biohazard, which was pretty dope. And Prong, <laughs> snap your fingers, snap your neck. <laughs> I've seen the Ice Capade at the Coliseum. I've seen everything at the Coliseum. Um, it was also cheaper in the garden too. At that point, when you were a kid. All right. So now this is obviously the continuation of Raw versus SmackDown. Basically, um, you know how it goes. Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson was the was the fucking. Uh, Was the brains behind that song Fight. Yeah. Uh fourteen thousand seven hundred ninety seven in attendance. Both SmackDown and Raw announced teams are in effect. It's Mitchell Cole and Taz, uh J J. R and the King on 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 the raw side.
2: I was never a fan of J. R and the King being like in the aisle way in that little Dais thing over there. and, and, And and like I understand, you know, aesthetically speaking, you know, the difference, you know, that's how you tell the difference of it, but I don't know, like you know, to me commentators are supposed to be, you know, at the action. So, and I know Jr. has always said that quite a few times, but um, but you know, it 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 did it did have its good things and bad things. But you know, Taz, by the way, as green as we said he was last pay per view, uh, was not as much on 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 this one. I I really enjoyed his commentary on this one.
1: Yeah, and Taz is home too. Taz yeah. Taz actually lived, lives on the island. I think he still does. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, so we had a Sunday Night Heat match, Stevie Night Heat, as we used to call it. Right. Yep. Uh, he
2: lost actually to Spike Dudley. Ah, uh, there you go, Spike Dudley. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into what's into the card. First, uh, first match is uh, Rey Mysterio's pay per view debut. Is it really? His, he he had, he had just came to the company. Um, I didn't know that. I know he's June. in the company. He's yeah, twenty years in already. Yeah, he he had come in early July, I believe, uh, or early June, and he, you know, his first pay per view uh, match was against Kurt Angle, and Jesus fucking Christ, what a match! Yeah. Um, you know, we 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 can't say enough good things about Kurt Angle in the show, and this is why he's 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 so good that. You know, he has the match against Hulk Hogan. It's it's a Hogan-style match, but Kurt Angle makes the match. You know, he has a match against The Rock. It's The Rock-style match, but it's such a great match. You, you, there's a huge pattern there where Kurt Angle has this innate ability to, I guess, tr- almost like, I don't want to say make his opponent better. Yeah, he does that. But in the sense of that, he he gets the ultimate shine. And, and and saying that like, you know, he has matches against Shawn Michaels. He, he it's it's an HBK style match, but it's just Kurt Angle. For the amount of time he's in the business at this point, he's only in WWE for two years, three If years, that, yeah, three years at this two point. Two years, I think. And
1: he made his debut in 01, right? So yep. Royal Rumble.
2: And he uh, just just un 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 unbelievable, and. He, uh, what a match. Rey Mysterio in and, you know, it's it's kind of funny to see Rey Mysterio, you know, during this time and you could see him and he's, you know, he he's gotten thicker, uh, you know, not fatter, just, you know, more muscle per se and, and what have you. And, uh, he, what what a match, especially for his first, his first go-round, um... You know, to come out with a loss, once again, say what you want about Vince, but he uh, he always, for whatever reason, WCW can't come in and have a win. WCW is not better than WWE F at this point. No. Uh, there is no WCW. Yeah, but you know, you know, and because Mysterio came in a year later because he had a he had a good contract with Time Warner and, and decided to sit it out. And hey, listen, you're getting paid to stay home. There's no better feeling than that. <laughs> a lot of guys got paid to stay home, uh, you know. But he, uh, but you know, to come out with a loss, it's it's kind of it's kind of shitty. I never understood that a guy could debut and you know lose. Once again, it's going against what I always say. But you know, Rey Mysterio being a babyface, you know, should have should have had a big win. But you know, be that as it may,
1: I'll I'll just counter with the um the whole thing with them not. When when guys aren't when when the when their superstars weren't homemade, yeah, they get they got treated differently.
2: And 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 it's it's clear. I mean, you could say whatever you want to say. It, it's but the the proof is in the pudding, man. It's yeah. just, it's exactly how it happened. Is this the moonsault match?
1: or Was that Mania? That was Mania. Okay, we're watching SummerSlam 2003 now. I think it is. Yeah. It's on, so it's on loop on the, on on the cock. All right, your next match, and I'm glad that you. Uh, that what do you call it? That you um, oh, this is the IC belt, right? Yeah. So,
2: uh, so it's it's gonna be uh, who's it? it uh, oh crap, Guerrero, not Guerrero. No, it's, it's uh, Rob Benoit Van, against Benoit Rob, Rob Damme. Yeah. Um. First off, what a fucking match. Yeah. yeah. Rob Van Dam. We we said it multiple times on this show. Ben, Rob
1: Van Dam was the uh, was the challenger. Chris Benoit was the IC champion.
2: Yeah. And they had a a real hokey you know, live backstage thing with Steph and and Bischoff. And, you know, the, you know, I I, it was just bad acting. And it just, you know, you could tell it was filmed live. And, uh, but what a fucking match. Uh, Van Damme, uh, we said it multiple times, how he was legitimately the best in the world. I, I, you know. At one point.
1: He was the best performer, yeah,
2: you know and and like I said, but, say what you want at this point in o two you know he was he was the best and and Van Dam never got that that props
1: from the from the uh the casual fan because he had that e c w stank on him, yeah, you and know? he was a lot a, of guys did.
2: he was one of them that could trend he 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 was able to transcend and and come yeah. But he, uh, this it was so good, and one of the only matches I ever seen where he actually his hair tie came flying out. <laughs> All right, I don't know I seen that a few
1: times. Yeah, I think I think against Cena that happened at the one at the second one night stand. Oh, maybe yeah. I have to I have to rewatch that. All right, so here's my big question because I asked you, I know I made a statement. And you said, oh, I know, I know why, and I'm like, I'm glad you know because I never yeah. did. I didn't do any research cause, so Chris Benoit, obviously, you know. No one talks about him for obvious reasons. We still recognize the talent. We still, if he's on a card, we're going to talk about it. We're not going out of our way. Yeah. Um, my brother will be on the show soon to give his conspiracy theories about what his b- b- regarding his death, and that's another story. Hopefully, we get that. We will get we're getting that very soon, actually. Yeah. That I've got confirmation, but anyway, uh, Chris Benoit comes down to, with the IC title, and it's blurred out. Yeah. Jay knows why.
2: So, obviously, because when he loses,
1: it's not blurred out
2: yeah well that's that's just a mistake so it's blurred okay. out it's 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 blurred out for the fact of during during this time we know w w f turns into w w e and they get the f out uh the panda beat beat the wrestler and the world wildlife fund which was which was london based uh they won and uh they you know basically said that uh, you know you can't use the initials anymore, so that that's when they changed it to WWE. But now Vince runs into this huge fucking problem of I've got 20 years worth of fucking material with WWF on the on the turnbuckle pads, on right. On the ring, on the ring skirts, on uh, everything. They had one fella who was in charge of oh. going back. Oh my and god. Blurring everything. So now now this is two thousand two. We we've gotten the F out. But now But we're we, not that only happened a few come, months prior. Come two thousand seven, two thousand eight, the World Wildlife Fund, the pandas coming for some for some money, saying, Hey, you're still using our likeness and it's not and it's not the it's not the scratch WWF. It's the block WWF. The belt was still carried over oh, from late 2000s. Wow. So there was one gentleman. Uh, I'll think of his name, but uh, shout out to, uh, I, I've really been following him as of late, Brandon Thurston, I think his name is. Yes. The WrestleNomics guy. He WrestleNomics, had, he, yeah. He had this fella on. He just get him on the show. He just, he just kind of, he was let go from the company. He was with, with the company for about 15 years, 16 years. So come 2007, 2008, they're starting the 24-7 WWE on demand. But now he's head up to go. He's got to go back in time.
1: And blur everything out. Blur everything. Oh out. Oh my God, that's a great, that's a great story. Thank you, dude. I and, had no idea. And he
2: and he goes into it, it's really. I mean, it's a nerd nerd fest. No, dude, this is uh, fantastic. This is why we. This I'll is why send we do you this. The link. Yeah, no, the dude, guy please talks do that. about it. And please do that. We got to get that guy on the show. He man, was, he was a part of. He was a part of a, a lot of the acquisitions. Yeah. of... A W A belt. He went uh, the 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 footage. He went to Ganya's house and, and talked to him. And he would call back to to the to the Ivory Tower saying, "Hey, listen, all this stuff, world class, the territories, all this." Sure, stuff. sure He sure. was a part of all of that. This guy was this guy was a wealth of information. But then he held he headed up. So like we're looking at ww three uh, two thousand three right now. You could see the scratch logo was okay. Yeah. But it was the block the block. uh W yeah. W F WWF yeah. was not okay go figure. Wow. Yep, little tidbit. Well, anyway, so going back to the match, what a fucking match. Uh I love the fact that it it took only one one frog splash to to do it and it goes back to the saying of that anybody can lose on any day and you know it's just like one thing one thing about Rob van Dam that I and this is just critiquing is that you know getting his ass kicked the whole match. And he could still do the one one hop up to the top rope, like sell that a little bit, you know. And this is just hey, listen, there was,
1: couple, there was some color. Benoit got his mouth busted open yeah. at one point. Van
2: Dam got a receipt, looked like
1: absolutely. <laughs> and you know what's cool? Like Benoit is not a obviously he's not a high flyer at all. So he basically cuts the ring in half yeah. and make and actually makes Van Dam work for it. Which which makes the match even that better. Yeah. Because the match got better as it progressed. It went almost seventeen minutes. And it was it was and it fantastic. Fantastic. It, it, yeah, exactly. But as if as it went in, it got better. There was a couple submission spots. I remember one spot where, um, so there was a reversal, and a, and, and and Benoit took Van Dam's arms and actually choked, made him choke himself, yeah, and yeah. With, the, with the cross choke, whatever you want to call it. Good match though. All right, your next match though was even better, almost as good. How about 50-fucking-year-old Ric Flair fighting Chris
2: Jericho? What a great match.
1: Yeah. yeah I,
2: and, and, and that's what it made me think of it, too, where it's like, oh, we're going to like, you know, the Flair flop, going to see that spot. Oh, backdrop. Him breaking the Fozzie setup. Yes. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I forgot about that, too. I I can't believe Fozzie's been around that long, too. Yeah, don't get me started. But uh, – He had some
1: guys from Stuck Mojo in his band. He's
2: still in the band. But, uh, you know, you, you you see, you know – and you hear the stories with Ric Flair, like, you know, like a a year prior to this, like he wasn't he wasn't willing to take his shirt off and had no confidence in himself. And like, here he is now having a great match with fucking Chris Jericho. And, you know, there was no and, and I was reading about it where they were talking about like Jericho basically had a fight. They wanted to they wanted Flair to win. Uh, with like an inside cradle or something, and Jericho's fighting. He goes, "No, let, if Flair's gonna beat me, let him beat me with his finish." With the figure four. Like, and the and then like, because the funny thing is, like, how many people have won with the you know with the figure four? Very rarely ever, you know. And it's like he's like, Yo, Greg l-
1: Valentine, Rick Flair?"
2: Yeah, the guy's gonna beat me. Let him beat me with my with his finish at least. And, Facts. And, Facts. And and that's a young, you know. And Jericho probably, I'm I'm just going out on a limb. I never read any of his books, but probably wasn't too fond of Flair. In his WCW days where Flair was a part of that, you know, upper echelon, the elite, you know, where, you know, all this stuff. where Flair was very good with working with the younger guys, you know, Guerrero, you know, uh, those other guys, Billy Kidman. But, you know, but in 02, you know, kudos to Jericho going, hey, listen, we could tell this story the right way. And, you know, and... I, I loved it. And like I said, seeing a young Jericho with that stupid goatee he has and heel Jericho is always the way to go. <laughs> Facts. So Facts. I, I, I really thought it was a good match, you know? Facts. Um, all right. Moving right along. Uh, how about Eddie Guerrero versus Edge? Edge. What, first off, what is what is what, is, what an opening f- first few matches? Yeah, these these matches are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know Guerrero coming out with the you know Latino Heat. This I think this was the start of that. Yeah. And, and you know he he's he's the heel and Edge is the baby face. Edge is coming up now as a solo guy. Edge coming out to
1: never going to stop.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, no, it no. was. The, it was uh, you think you know me? The no. first one. It no, was, that was Edge's music, right? That was Edge's music, but it was uh, Rob Zombie. Was it never gonna stop? Yeah, never gonna stop. That, yeah, that. and I remember never. like listening to it, like holy shit, I can't believe that was the song. Yeah, and they and they didn't blur it out, so clearly WWE had some points on that on the on the back end. Yeah, but um, that you know, it was this was a great back and forth match. Yeah, and no, this
1: was this was like Edge's Edge's coming out party.
2: Still, you know, Guerrero goes goes for the the frog splash but you know edge gets his knees up yep and uh he hits the execution which was i f- you know that that's a i've always loved like that impale dvd i think big Vito always did it the best where he would just swing him around oh and, the ddt impale yeah, ddt yeah yeah i've always loved that and uh but it was good and then you know basically you know basically edge hits him with the spear for the for the win and you know not many uh not not a First four matches, no no cheating to win, no no nothing, just straight up wrestling matches. Uh I, I think that's the way a pay per view should be. I could do without the backstage segments, you know, uh and all that stuff, but I I enjoyed it. The the next match uh was the un Americans. Lance storm and Christian the tag team champions. I, I I did dig the promo a little bit. They would definitely dig it into oh, uh yeah. Long Island a little bit, yeah, which is course. hilarious. Uh
1: and they're two Canadian hockey fans too. Yeah.
2: Uh the Un Americans fresh win off of uh, the last pay per view against the Dudleys getting the belts. That's right. Now facing Booker T and Goldust, which very underrated tag team.
1: Yeah, and they're still and they're still using they're still using the old belts too. Yeah. It's so dope. Yeah. I love those belts.
2: Um Goldust looking great.
1: Here. He was always good. Listen, even when he was heavy, even when he he was in his binge and he was really in bad shape, like personally. Goldust can always go. Dustin Rhodes is fantastic. Yeah, you know he he carried that Rhodes name with grace, even though he dogged his dad on TV when he was all junked out and bitter. But I mean, he he recovered from his divorce. Yep. he tried to reinvent himself and impact, didn't work out to him very well. But he,
2: yeah, I, uh,
1: Dustin can always go. He can always go. And, and Booker T's the man. You know, we all we Booker T was. I told you one of those guys who. Got he you know they kept him from WCW and with the, with the reason yep. you know he was the five time champion he was multiple time TV champion multiple time tag team champion and basically for the last half a year of WCW he fucking carried the company
2: absolutely so
1: Booker T and he's a Hall of Famer now and 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 he was king of the ring and I love everything Booker T's done he's fantastic Yep. so that was this was a good match nine minutes and forty seconds uh big test into interfering.
2: By the way, and I know we put it over last week. Test really does throw one of the best, biggest boots. He does. He does. He does. And, uh, uh, and we'll 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 see Test a little bit later on. Yes, but he comes out to help his boys retain the titles. And it was a and it was a, like I said a big win by the by the Un-Americans. Uh, you know, Lance Storm. I like to see Lance Storm wrestling. You know, uh, Christian. I'm glad that that he's back. You know. You know, we we were kind of diamond on him a little bit before about him having a match with Matt Hardy. We'll we'll see how that goes. You know, but uh, but um, I enjoyed the match. I, I enjoyed this. And uh, what was the next match? Next match was the next match. Test uh, under- yes, test Test and Undertaker was the next match.
1: Yes, uh, Test and t- Undertaker versus Test.
2: Yeah, like I said, I mean there was nothing really of note here. Kind of like your your basic uh, your basic Undertaker match. Taker gives. Test a lot of lot of stuff here. It wasn't um you know, it wasn't wasn't a, a, a long match. Was it was about seven, eight minutes. Uh and Lance Storm and Christian come out. By the way, these guys take one hell of a choke slam each, Lance Storm and Christian. Uh and you know, he Taker gets test up for the for the tombstone, which was uh pretty impressive i mean test had to be every bit of 300 pounds but he was a you know, tall six seven six eight and i thought it was good like i said i think test gets a, a a pretty bad rap sometimes and um you know he, he can get it done in the ring and clearly vince thought so too because he always test was always in a prominent prominent spot every time he was he was featured uh you know, I think they were they were trying to put them with Christian and and Lance Storm to kind of fix their in ring work a little bit, perhaps. Uh, yeah. You know, you can get, you got the best of all worlds there with with Lance Storm with his in ring work and Christian with his with his mic work. You know, if anything can rub off, it would it would be there. You know, so but yep. uh, I you know it was a you, you I, I love when Taker coming out to the. De- <laughs> <laughs> the Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. Fucking love that, right? Uh, what it's excellent coming out, and then we just seen him in two thousand three come out to uh, the same thing with the motorcycle, and and you know that doesn't last too long. I've always loved Big Evil. You did. You, t- you you've mentioned that several times. I think I think they should have revisited it a few times. You know, even you know coming back, you know, like the way that Foley did it with 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 Cactus. You yeah. know, That idea of because God, he was such an Ass kicker, like yeah. taker coming out, cutting promos, um, you know, just having just great wrestling matches. Uh so I, I wish they would they would have done a little bit more with that. Mm-hmm. The next match is clearly gotta be everybody's favorite. Yeah, the, the unsanctioned street fight. You know, and, and, and it's funny because last week, what what did we just do? Did we just do Vengeance? We mm-hmm. did Vengeance two. Yeah. Yep. You know, and they would, they would. the The big storyline was where, where is Triple H gonna land? Raw, SmackDown, Bischoff on Raw, uh, SmackDown with Steph. You know, and then Bischoff had used Shawn Michaels to kind of goad uh, Triple H to come in to Raw, and then he comes to Raw. And in my head, I'm like, you know, fuck. A month later, don't they have that big S- SummerSlam match? And I, I, I totally forgot about that. You know, this is where it happened, and then. What, what was it? Uh, Shawn Michaels gets thrown through the window, through the glass, or something, yeah. and it turned out to be Triple H. The way that that that, that promo was excellent. Where yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get to the bottom of it, and then all of a sudden, it it's turns him. out to be him. You know, they, they CGI it. Or whatever. Yeah, no, it's great. 2002's version of CGI. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: uh, a lot of technology's new still. So and, and, uh, and they were
2: they always on the cutting edge. Yes, yeah. it's almost it was almost like GTV esque. <laughs> oh wow that's right <laughs> holy shit good reference but uh but you know and then like you said that whole idea and then they, they do the on station then and, and jr and and the king do a bang up job like kind of saying hey wwe's got no hands in this as far as they're concerned as far as eric bishops concerned this match is not even happening so like, yeah. they, they do a really good a really good job of like kind of eking it up that way you know, and Shawn Michaels coming to the ring with, with a with a tank top and jeans on. But what is,
1: with the Bible verse um, I, on the tank top.
2: I liked I like that idea of it's unsanctioned, like that that's what was always good about Crockett, where it's like come dressed as you are Yeah the bunkhouse brawls, like you know, that was always good. And um you know, how old was Sean at this time? Sean was what, uh thirty, 30 seven at this point, thirty eight, somewhere. Yeah, he there. was still
1: basically the whole back injury thing, he was trying to work through that and he did pretty much and it, it didn't seem like it affected him very yeah. much.
2: Well, I, I you know, and listen, say what you want about Sean. You know, uh you know, he had that thing in ninety seven where his knee Yeah he had a bad knee, but yeah. then he does a backflip in the ring. Um you know, I don't think that this was I don't think that back injury was that. I think um you know, I think a lot of it was trepidation. I know I remember was it Triple H uh was it Triple H that said that it was Sean's mother was was there. They were I think they were working out together and like Sean's mother was like just like eyeballing triple H the whole time, like making sure that she, you know, doesn't hurt Sean, doesn't hurt his son. Um but this wasn't Shawn Michaels' first match. He had a match in his wrestling school, Texas Wrestling Academy, against, ooh, I used to know his name. Uh, I think that was in 2001. He had a match. It was Supreme. No, that was X, XPW. Uh, I can I can look it up. But Either way, he's he been. Had he, a, I, remember, he was, yeah. I remember watching that on CompuServe, of all things. And that was my internet provider back in the day. Uh, it took me about 45 minutes to download that fucking... Match. 10-minute yeah. match. Right. Um,
1: After he downloaded the sunny picture. Yeah, of course. Anyway.
2: Uh, but, I mean, what... So, 2002, this was a big deal. This was a big fucking this deal. This
1: was huge. And you know what? Kudos to Triple H, too, for, for like like you said, telling the story, revealing himself to be the villain, and then, like, you know what? And then he does the job, basically. And it's, almost, it's been almost 28 minutes.
2: Yeah, and once again it 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 was it made sense even like the idea of you know Triple H takes his time getting in the ring and when he gets in the ring Shawn Michaels kind of goes buck nutty already and you know goes at him a little bit and they they I I laughed when they did like it's the, the universal spot where they shove him into the ring shoulder block down leap over leapfrog like That was like Sean's first bump in the match was just taking a shoulder block. And I guess I wonder if that was used as like a temp, like a, like a compass, like, Oh wow, that didn't hurt. Okay. Let's see what I can do now. Like that, that idea of it. And, um, you know, at this rate, if, if you look, Sean didn't lose, lose a step at all. It looked one, it was in great shape, looked, looked apart, but even the timing in the ring, there was, there was no, no signs of ring rust. And just the story of it all. The idea of catching Sean for the backbreaker and, and kind of like Triple H holding him there what seemed like an eternity and then went into the backbreaker and then the air gets and the fucking the the crowd gets sh- silent because it's like holy shit, Sean's back. Yeah. And then he does it twice or three more times after that. And it's just that story of it and just, just fucking loved it, man. Yeah. I loved this match. I thought it was excellently done. Um, You know, Crazy, crazy table spot. Sean doing that that dive off the top rope, even you know, signaling that he's crazy. Uh, and then he gets he gets the win in a in a roll up <laughs> of all things. Yeah, you know. And what, that was what, just out of was it, pure. Yeah, what, it was. it was, yeah, yeah, it was just it was pure
1: exhaustion up. at that point. I, I mean, they obviously knew the finish, but like you know, it's like all right, it's time to go home now. We've been doing yeah. this almost a half hour. You know, so you know what, I'm not. Sometimes you know, you know, you know my 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 pet peeve about these dramatical matches and they have that shitty ending. Yeah, I can't be mad at this well, because it, because it told a good story. It like really, it, did. It, it really did tell a good story. And you know, what, and they're friends in real life, so you know what works. Yeah, every anytime you are friends with with, with, your, with your dance partner, it always makes sense. That's why I I can't watch these fucking dancing shows on TV because these people aren't friends in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know what I'm saying but these guys are friends in real life they're best friends you know and and you know it made sense that they they can do something like this
2: you know and and then like you said i mean and then how do you how do you keep the story going you hit Sean in the back with a fucking sledgehammer That's it. jesus christ That's how you and do it. like i said i mean and i wonder you know i once again i never I, I never read Sean's book but i wonder like going into this match if he was just like yeah, I got eight more years left in me. Or <laughs> I got nine more years left in they, me. Don't they don't know. You know what they, I mean? Was they, their it, body dictates was that. Was this used for a, like you said, like, let's just see what I can do. And then he's in the match going, oh, shit. Oh, shit, I could do this. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if it just turned on a lot of lights in the room for him. And, you know, it. it this was great. I, I mean multiple reasons why but the, the the most important is the the story that it told and and like i said the simple move of the of the backbreaker just to, it's a small thing and it just the crowd went silent jr sold it like it was just fucking uh, the 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 best thing and i just i loved it i you want to become a wrestler watch this match that's that's exactly what you did. a little bit hardcore you know garbage cans and tables and chairs and whatever but they they did a really good job for sure. All right, and, and then, this match should have went last. because how do you how do you top that? Well,
1: you top that by making Brock Lesnar the next big thing. Well, that's exactly that, it. And 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 the Rock's a household name at this point, point. and he's the undisputed champion. He's defending against Brock Lesnar, who's it's his, still his coming out party. Yep. and um, I think this is Brock's first championship, I believe. Yeah,
2: I, I, and I tell you, um, I kind of miss I kind of miss this Brock, like you watched. This
1: Brock, but I was gonna ask that. Like, I feel like it's a a, come, a a full circle though, man.
2: I feel like he was a heel for so long. Not even so much that. I I I meant the work inside the ring. Um, when he came back in two. When when did he come back? 2012, 2014? Something like
1: that. Yeah, against against Cena. That match was great though. The match is great. Extreme
2: rules. You're talking about. But but oh my god, I love that just, match. But I'm just talking the idea of the work, the work. Maybe work rate, maybe that's what I'm trying to get at, but the idea that he can just—it's not okay. Brock's on the offensive. Here's a suplex. Brock's on the offensive. Here's a suplex. It was more than that. It wasn't—you know—it's not a collar elbow tie-up, universal spot. No, it's not that. But it's a little bit more involved. Like Brock was just—he was working for it a little bit more. I guess is what I'm saying. And now, listen. Th- that being said, I-, I mean, what what did Hogan do besides sell big boot? I, 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 I get your point. I get your point. Get I get it. I get it. I get it. And maybe, maybe that's what I'm trying to complain Brock about. Brock's a little
1: lighter, a little more athletic. Possibly. You know? Yeah, he he changes ring work. Yeah. I, mean, I guess a lot of guys do that just to listen. Not for nothing, though. Young Brock took too many risks. Oh
2: my God, those bumps! Right. So, but so
1: maybe he finally said, "You know what? I'm not killing myself for this shit. I'm already a household name. So maybe he changes ring work to, to save his body." Because you have to understand, too, he lost, like, a third of his intestines. Yeah. He also went to UFC and, and dominated there for, like, a year or two. And then, you know what? What I mean, you evolve as a character, and then you evolve as a performer because it's like music. I mean, I love Steven Tyler, but he's pushing 80. He don't sound like Steven Tyler from 25, 30 years ago. No. You know? Um, and some even some, even some uh, musicians, like, you know, sometimes a guitar don't play sound that's great, or drummers don't sound great. Sometimes wrestlers don't wrestle as good as they do anymore. I think he
2: changed his ring work up just, to, just for the sake of saving his body. Yeah. You know? But he, and, and like I said, I mean, that's what, but what a fucking match. Like I said, and the, yeah. the, the bump to the outside. Yeah. and was Rock, sketchy as fuck.
1: Yeah, Rock was st- Rock basically carried him. Yeah. I mean, he was good, but he's not. Well,
2: Rock definitely called the match. You could see. You had to. Yeah. You had to.
1: I mean, Rock's almost 10
2: years in at this point. Yeah. You know? And, uh. Speaking of his Vince in O three right now, it's yeah. just at an angle with a chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Brock, look at that! What a uh, f- this is a good, this is a great match side, actually. Listen, side 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 story here, really quick. Just looking at Vince, he just had a great visual, had that look of I didn't do anything. Vince That's knew is. Vince is the greatest on screen character. The idea of the big gulp. You know, when he was in trouble, like the the broken glass would hit, and then he would do the the dramatic gulp. Like Vince is so, and like I said, maybe was saying this. You know, it's almost like posthumously, almost like. But like Vince was so fucking good. Look at that one-legged fucking F five. Yeah, oh, Brock's so good. And like I said, going back to the to O two, the Rock made him shine. The Rock made him shine. Right. You know, right. and right. that was. That was Rock's version of going, Hey kid, I'm I'm going to the movies. Vince, who do you want me to make? Right. That's what that was. Right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and it was perfectly done. And like I said, it was a big it was a big deal. Brock Lesnar, especially O two, he's he's only been here uh a number of months and massive impact. Massive impact. Paul Heyman getting involved, you know. Kind of doing Kind of getting involved And in a little bit Paul Heyman had some Fucking jet black hair Back then too Yeah Definitely I mean, definitely uses a little Shoe polish now It is you know, 20 years ago <laughs> Partner We all can't <laughs> be handsome Like you But uh But man I tell you Now look look at Vince now Vince just a fucking He is a genetic jackhammer I have oh, to admit if, he, if you spend all your time In the gym That's what happens yep.
1: When you're a fucking billionaire Look at this Look at this
2: one-legged. No, no, I can't wait to do this next year. <laughs> yeah, we got to. Yeah, to do this
1: next year. Let's just do it. No, no, it now. no, no. Let's 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 do, let's do
2: it. Do a chronology. 'O two. There was not. There was not one bad match on this. This
1: is a fantastic card. And this is
2: not. There's not one bad match. The gate speaks for itself. Yep. The buy rate by speaks for itself. Yes. Um. Maybe now, you know, I mean, like I said, let's let's, let's fast forward now. It's Vince is gone. Um, for now, <laughs> see what happens. Um, maybe, like I said, you you insert a little fr- little fresh ideas. That change up how how the soup is made. You know, you're not you're not stressing everybody out, and then all of a sudden it's five minutes before showtime, and you're still the ink hasn't even dried on the fucking run sheet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like maybe we change that up a little bit. Man. Maybe the product will feel better. Man. The big difference is you can't. The big difference mm-hmm.
1: now is. You know, the fans are still not. The fans are smarter, obviously. The internet was still in its infancy in terms of wrestling at this point, you know. But now the fans are more. This is the this is the era of message boards and yeah. hotlines and stuff like that. Well, that's and know? that's what, and that's and this so is the fan. Yeah. The fans aren't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna fool them. You know.
2: You know, but even too like financially, the company had just gone public like uh, two years, three years prior to this, so. They're still feeling their way around this stuff, and you know, financially, they're doing they're doing well. Look at Vince. What he's just Vince is a great actor, horrible athlete. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. He's just fucking flopping all over the place. And now he's just now he's putting now he fell the first time on accident, so now he's got to fall again to make it look like he did it on purpose. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh but. What? I like the Lepakka equals rating sign in the crowd. By the way, with the <laughs> Lepakka uh, Le sign.
2: This is true. Look at Vince. Look at Vince taking an angle slam on a chair. On a chair. On a on a on a a, a chair that. Hope he did legs that day in the gym. Oh, so good. <laughs> listen, I, I, you know, to go back to Vince. Uh, I listen. At the end of the day, we're all here because of Vince McMahon. I t- I said that in my Facebook we're, post. We're, we're all here because That's of right. him. right. Um. You know, I don't think you should judge a man, uh, you know, based on what he's done, I guess. Like, maybe you sh- maybe actually you, sh- you should be saying the opposite. You should judge a man what he's doing when the cameras are off. But you know what I'm trying to say is that I think he's done more good than bad. I mean, he's made, you know, horrible decisions with hiring and firing people and, 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 and talking to people. Like, there's, there's always all those stories. But I think at the end of the day, like his his you know. His his heart was in the right place, and you hear you you hear more bad than good. But I think Vince wants that. Uh, I don't get all wrapped up in
1: that, man. You know, no one knows these people personally, and I yeah. feel like you know my my appreciation for his contributions. He's the reason why I'm doing this. He's the yeah. reason why I was a happier kid in a really shitty fucking childhood. He was the reason why I, that was my biggest escape was pro wrestling. Besides you know me playing sports and stuff like that, the biggest release for me was either reading reading a comic book or watching WWF on Saturday mornings, and Saturday nights for that matter. You know I I, I craved for it. I was at the, the magazine shop the first the first of the month when it, when all, all this shit came in. I was at I went to two WrestleManias, three if you count the fucking the the, the or four if you count three and ten I watched on a big screen. Yeah, right. That counts. Right. But this is what I'm but this you know, my life is better because of him. Yeah. My my per my, my you know, my extracurricular life is better because of him. So I'm blessed. Um I, I I'm not gonna dog him. I'll dog the decisions he made. Absolutely. And some of the shit he pulled. Creative, right. Yeah. But other than that, he's responsible for everything. Yeah. He Everything like we don't have enough time. We don't. <laughs> we could do we we can do a whole podcast on it. We can. This, we could do a yeah. series of them. You know, we, we could should. we could break down decades of Vince McMahon. You know, that might be an idea. Actually, actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, we could do the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, and the two thousands and the two thousand tens. Yeah, yeah, man. Who's that? John Smoltz. That's, that's Louis Gonzalez from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, that's who that is. Form, a world champion, two thousand one. All right, I guess they're in Arizona. Jamie, who's that? Cop- Jamie Kobe. Kobe. A sexy Diva search winner. Yeah. And she can get it. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get out of
2: here? I'm ready to get out of here, pal.
1: Anyway. All right. Bum, you, bum, get, bums, you guys don't know the gimmicks, and Social media gimmicks. We're off next week. It's my birthday.
2: It's his birthday. I may
1: drop something just for you guys for the little shits and giggles. Other than that, we're we'll back for the anniversary show. Join us live. It's going to be at night, 7 o'clock. Yep. Hope everybody can make it, you included. Um, We've a nice crew of people here. It'll be great. We always do it up. And it's SummerSlam 1992. So, partner, good luck with, with your stuff for the rest of the week. Oh yeah. Everybody, take care. Comb your hair. Don't get the the, the clap. Don't get arrested. And, and don't be a jerk off. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.